Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. This is Brandon here. And usually I'm with my co-host, Megan. She is taking the day off today, or I should say I'm giving her the day off today. And I'm actually in the car right now, and I just had this come to my heart. And one of my personal things is I've thought a lot of times with this podcast, a lot of times with our episodes, they need to be so well thought out. They need to be so well thought out so that they're productive for you, that they're helpful, that they're serving the best purpose that they can. And sometimes when things come to your heart, you just got to be open to them and let them flow. So that's what I'm doing today. One of the things that I've been focusing on through my own journey and one of the things that I've focused on throughout much of my therapy is the reality that I'm a fixer, that I'm someone who's built to try to to think, I guess, that my role is to fix everything for everyone else, is to be the solver, is to be someone who can not only take on the problems of the world or other people, but actually help them resolve those problems even if they never asked me to. Now that's important because I think so many of us try to shoulder so much weight and let's be honest, y'all, life's hard enough. Life's hard enough with trying to shoulder the weight of the world, of trying to shoulder the weight of other people. But in my own life, I've learned that when I do those things, I was doing them with the veil of being a good person. I was doing them with the veil of serving other people. And again, much like we talk about a lot, it's not always a bad thing, but a lot of times good things can become bad. And what I'm saying there is serving other people, being there for other people, it's important. So don't get me twisted today. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you can't help other people. I'm not saying you can't be there for other people. I'm not saying you can't serve other people. But we also need to take a look in the mirror and see why are we doing that thing? And are other people asking us to do that? Or are we constantly just putting ourselves into that place to feel value or to feel worth? And for me, that's what I found myself doing. I was constantly never taking care of myself forget self-care. I wasn't doing anything for myself and I would put everyone else before me. It's a really admirable thing. It's a really admirable way to live, but it's also a really exhausting way to live. You put a lot of pressure on yourself by doing that. If you take your own life and your experiences and your stresses, just think about those for a second. Those are enough to deal with before you get into trying to solve that for every other person. See, the way I found myself living my life, and I didn't realize this until my therapist showed me this, is I would have my own problems and I would fill them up. It's almost like huge boulders in a backpack. So you're filling up your backpack over time with your own stuff and you're carrying that stuff with you. And because you're never allowing yourself to resolve those, you can never lighten the load. You can never take those things out of your backpack and set them aside so you have room for others. And I think what many of us do is what I was doing. You're sitting there, you're filling your backpack up with your own stresses. You're not dealing with them. 
And then when you meet other people or you come in contact with the people you love or you come in contact with the world, you feel like you need to take those items and put them also in your backpack. Well, you don't have to think about it that long to know that if you're putting your own stuff in your backpack and you're not dealing with it, and then you're putting in the stuff from other people that you love, just those people in your backpack, starts to get a little heavier. Then you put the problems of some strangers that you've come in contact with that you want to serve, that you want to help. So you put that in your backpack. Then you take the problems of the world, just whatever's going on in the world, and you take those things and you fill them in your backpack. Can y'all get a picture of that weight that's on your shoulders? It gets really heavy when you're carrying on all those problems. But it doesn't stop there for most of us because we're not only carrying those problems, we're also trying to solve them. We're also trying to be make a resolution for all these pe- for all these things to fix everything for all these different people. For what? To show people that we're a good person? To show people that we're someone you can count on? To gain respect? To gain validity? To gain whatever it is from other people? Like, why are we doing it? What's the motivation? For me, I didn't even realize that I was trying to pull my value, that I was trying to pull my worth by my works. Y'all, your worth is not determined by your works. Your worth was given to you by God. There's nothing you have to really even do to get worth. But the issue in the world is we think we need to be resolving people's issues. We think we need to be doing certain things to have a certain impact. And with that, we're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. We think it's our sole responsibility to take on the burdens of everyone else. And in some ways that does work. I mean, we can serve other people. We can help other people. But not at the cost of ourselves. So I'm giving you a straight up talk today because I want you to know that if you're carrying the weight of the world, if you feel like you're under stress, if you feel like you're worried, if you feel like you're not even dealing with your own stuff and you feel like you have to, the pressure to be there for everyone else, I'm here to tell you today that you don't have to do that. And I hope by the end of this, you'll realize that you can free yourself from the shackles of everyone else's problems and worries. That sounds really selfish to say. And I get a lot of you might be thinking that that's a selfish thing. That if we're not taking on other people's problems, that if we're not there, then what, Brandon? We can't help other people? We can't be there for other people? No, you can, but that's where it needs to stop. That's where we've talked about boundaries a few weeks ago. There's got to be a place where you stop. Because what I would often do is, I'm able to still do this now that I'm putting into practice. But what I would do is, if you came to me with a problem, I would take that problem. I would help you try to resolve that problem, even if you didn't ask me to. And not only would I do it and try to see it to fruition, then I'd actually follow up with you after the fact to see if that problem was resolved. And if it wasn't, then I'd continue to work on it. And I would leave the conversation with you And carry it with me throughout my life and my own struggles and my own things. And now I don't do that. Now I'm able to listen to the problem. I'm able to talk to someone. I'm able to offer help if that's what they're asking for. And a lot of times you got to be intentional with talking to someone about do they just need a shoulder to lean on or are they looking for you to help them solve it? Because a lot of times people just talk because they need someone to talk to because they need a shoulder to lean on, not because they're looking for you to solve the problem or fix it. So now when people bring those things to me, I can talk to them about it. 
I can ask them what they, how they'd like me to show up because that's okay to do, by the way. And then I will say, how can I show up? What can I do? And when they tell me, then I show up in that way and then I move on and move forward with my own life, with my own things. Not having to carry the burdens of everyone else. And in that, I'm able to free myself to work on myself, to work on the things I need, to show up for myself in an intentional way. You might be finding yourself in that same boat today. And if you're honest with yourself, maybe you're too afraid to share that. Maybe you're too afraid to share it with other people. Maybe you're too afraid to acknowledge it to yourself because that somehow takes away your worth. That takes away your value. But I'm here to tell you today that you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to show up in a way that you show up for yourself, that you're there for yourself today. So when I think about this, I think about one of my kids' favorite Disney movies is Encanto. It's, uh, it's available on Disney+, Plus, but we really actually love it in our household. But one of the characters, Louisa, is the oldest sister. And basically everyone in the family has a special power or something they bring to the family to make the family stronger. And Louisa is the strongest character. She's the old, she's the older sister. She basically can lift buildings and move them. She can do everything. And so she finds because she's strong, essentially she puts all the weight on her shoulders that she, it's her sole responsibility to make sure that the whole family is okay, to make sure that she's showing up in a way that protects everyone else that provides for everyone else, that solves things for everyone else, and that the whole fabric of the family is basically held together by her strength. Well, in that, she has a song about singing about the insecurities that she has in herself, but that she can't even really look in the mirror and recognize those because she has to hold it together for everyone else. And there's a song in there that about being under the surface, like inside, this is how she's feeling. And she's feeling a lot of anxiety and worry and pressure about making sure that everything in the family is okay. And if she looks the wrong way for one minute, you know, maybe a tornado would come through or a wave would come through and destroy the family and it would somehow all be her fault. And it's amazing how much I identify with that character because that's how I lived my life for a lot of the last handful of years. I didn't really realize it, but that's how I was living. I thought I had to solve it for everyone, that I had to fix it, that I had to be the protector, provider, and person to make sure that everything was okay for everyone else. And with that came a lot of pressure underneath to show up in that way consistently over time. So when I found myself in a weakened state, feeling depressed, feeling burnout, feeling anxious... It was really difficult for me to admit to anyone because I was the person who was supposed to have it all together. I was the person who was supposed to have it all figured out. And I'm not really sure how that happens. I don't know that it's important, by the way, how it happens, but I'm not really sure how it happens because in Luisa's case in the Encanto movie, she was the older sister. So I think family of origin has something to do with it. I know Meg is an older sister and she would be able to speak to some of this where like as an older sibling you do take on more responsibility as the family you know take on more responsibility for your younger siblings try to show up in a way to help your parents with younger siblings whatever it is but for me I'm the youngest child and so I shouldn't really feel that way I shouldn't really have that responsibility but I think somewhere along the way 
whether it was becoming a husband, whether it was becoming a father, whether it was just whatever the circumstance was for why I found myself in that scenario, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. And you might think about for your own circumstance, if you're feeling that way, why are you feeling that way? If you're trying to solve things for everyone else, why are you doing that? Because for me, I prided myself with the ability to be able to show up well for everyone else. And it didn't matter that it was at the detriment of myself. It didn't matter that under the surface, everything wasn't okay. Because I was showing up in the way that I was supposed to show up. You can't see my quotes, but that I was supposed to show up for everyone else to fill in the blank, be a good person, be a good role model, be someone you can count on. And I'm going to tell you that it it is difficult because there's certainly a balancing act when it comes to this. It's something that I've been working through for the past year. Because there are times when you need to show up for yourself. There are times where you need to make sure you're taking care of yourself. But there are also times where you do need to help other people. Where you can be there for support. Where you can be there as a shoulder to lean on. But I'm not going to lie to you and say that that's easy. Because I've definitely had to learn to balance it. And what I've found for me is in those moments when I feel like I should help, when I feel like I not only should, but I want to help. I want to be there. I want to be a resource. I want to be someone that someone can talk to. I want to be someone that someone can count on. When those times come up, I've realized that I can do that without having to fix the problem for the person. I can do that without having to see it all the way through and take on all the burden of what that person's going through and what they're doing and how they're feeling. I can do that. I can show up in a way where I help without having to fix. And see, that's a big step. And that's where the balance comes in because it's such a fine line. There's definitely a gray area. There's definitely areas where it can seep over if you don't watch it very carefully, especially if you have a tendency like me to be a fixer. The other thing I had to realize is other people, even though they're relying on me, even though I can help them, even though I do have the capacity in some ways to help, they also have to show up for themselves. I mean, they, they are fully capable of showing up for themselves. And not only are they fully capable, they should be showing up for themselves. I think a lot of times we take on other problems and take on other things because we recognize that other people maybe can't handle it, maybe don't want to. Or maybe we just feel like we have to be the solver for them. But the reality in all of that is if that person, one, doesn't need you to help or two, doesn't want you to help or three, doesn't feel like they even need the help at all, then you're never going to be able to get through no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're trying to do. You're never going to actually be able to fix it because you ultimately have no control over it. 
And if you take nothing else from this episode, I want you to hear that you don't have to carry the weight of your world, the weight of the world on your shoulders. You are not Atlas holding up the world. That's what I pictured for myself. I was bending down on knee, holding the world on my back, trying to make sure that everyone else was taken care of. Everyone else had what they need to the detriment of myself. It's a noble cause, y'all. It's a noble thing to want to do that, to want to take on the responsibility, to want to take on that role. But it's not your job to do that. So this week, I want you to sit with that. I want you to reflect if you find yourself in this boat. Why are you feeling that way? Why are you feeling like you have to show up? Maybe you've never thought about it before, but why are you feeling like you have to be that fixer? You have to be that person. For me, it was a value thing. To me, For me, it was a worth thing. I was trying to be worthy. I was trying to be a good person person. I was trying to make sure that I was showing up in a way that people could count on me. And it's not always bad, but it turned bad because I started to discount myself, my own feelings and taking care of myself and how I should show up. And that stress and overwhelm will pile on in that backpack over and over and over again until the weight gets too heavy to even control where you can't possibly go on where you hit a wall and maybe you haven't gotten there yet, but I promise you it's coming if this is how you're living. So I want you to reflect on your life this week. I want you to reflect on if you're trying to take on everyone else's burden, the burdens of the world, the burdens of your family, the burdens of your friends, the burdens of your job. Are you taking on everything for everyone else? And if you're doing that, are you leaving enough room for you? We love y'all. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you, so shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.